Welcome to the Guiding Light on Route 66. I'm your host, Father Richard Vega, and with me is my co-host, Jamie Gutierrez. Hello. How are you? I am happy. <laughs> it, even with this heat? Even with the heat, because we're indoor. <laughs> but I run cold, so, you know. I'm sorry, you run cold. I run very cold. I'm, so. I hit, it's, it's 93 outside. Do I need to throw For you For those outside? of you who don't know, Father likes to have his ac and so therefore in the summer i normally have a little space heater next to me at all times in the office i'm sorry 72 is not exactly what i would call bone chilling it's cold all right whatever <laughs> anyway so uh <laughs> my significant other also hates it but i'm always 72. cold <laughs> I'm always i mean i could cold. see if i was 68 but i'm at 72 i'm in the That's 70s father don't judge me <laughs> hello <Friends> in my family <laughs> hey anyway so uh, do you have a busy weekend yes i did no are oh. you are do i have a busy, a busy weekend? weekend coming oh up? i i was thinking about last weekend Okay. No, that's over. We're Change done. Move on. Yeah. Um. Well, we have the graduation blessing. That's so tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Um. And I don't think so. I wanted a relaxed weekend because I had, you know, I was around my family last weekend. So you're not going to be with your family this week. I need to reload my batteries. You know. Recharge. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Just kidding. It's Father's Day weekend. I was going to say, your father's not going to have... My father would have my head. <laughs> he would have my head if I did not spend Yeah. Father's so Day this weekend. weekend is Father's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. I must admit, it doesn't quite get the splash and panache that Mother's Day does. Yeah. Yeah. Mother's Day, I mean, my mom's like, you celebrate, you know, Mexican Mother's Day with me and also American, American Mother. Mother's Day. I don't know that even... Does Mexico even have a Father's Day? Yeah. Well, they have a Grandparents' Day as well. No, mija. And I'm talking about that they a, actually celebrate. Children's Day. Not with the same... Uh, vigor. Vigor. But yeah. they do have it. I'm, I'm pretty positive. I love that. I'm pretty positive. At if least the WhatsApp a, is if, blowing if, up on Father's Day, too, <laughs> on my end. From that Mexico. isn't a subjective sentence yeah. in there. I think, maybe, could be, I'm not sure. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, do, are you buying any gifts for your dad? Or is it, what, what is, how is Father's Day celebrated in your place? Um, so usually it's something. Because I remember how you celebrate Mother's Day. So I'm, I, I, and the drama. Do we go first? Oh, go yeah. Marriage? I haven't, we haven't even discussed that. Well, I, which I find interesting. Father's Day. Father's Day never gets talked about. It's a last minute operation. Well, okay. For my family, everything's last minute. Let's be honest. Oh here. no, your mom but, had you guys already called, and then you were, were because uh -huh. your significant other were supposed to be a certain time. Your mother was upset that you weren't doing Saturday night. Actually, your thank other you for sister was going. Letting uh, me know, I have to call my mom and ask her what we're doing. <laughs> Day. I, I'm a little confused. I mean, we had the whole itinerary yeah, play before we even, even recorded know. Father's Mother's Day. Everything was already preset. Here I know. we are, less than 20, 48 hours away, and you have no idea what you're doing for Father's Day. It's because okay, this past weekend we went camping for Father's Day. Like my dad wanted a camping trip, and so all of us 
went camping. So, in other words, check. I'm done with my obligation to dad this year. Well, done with the big obligation of like, what are we like? Se- like what a are we huge doing? celebration. We're probably still gonna get together for dinner or something like that. You know, some kind of barbecue is gonna happen. <laughs> I know them. Some kind of like, oh, see, sí, trete. You know, like, I don't know. And I with his family. With my significant other's family. We haven't even talked about it. But you, last year we had like, we were planning on having a pool party, I think. But COVID, you know. Yeah, COVID they happened. didn't really happen. But. Um, now yeah. what about your sister and her, and her husband? Do they celebrate big? Or? I don't think so. I just find it so interesting that with Mother's Day, the amount of oh, yeah. energy that it goes into and you the can't planning. get mom upset. No, oh, no, 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 no. That's a big no, no. I should text my siblings, dear lord. Well, no. I just find that Father's <laughs> Day. It's almost like zero to two right. of the energy. That's. I mean, no one thinks of buying gifts. No one thinks of buying flowers. There is no music, and I doubt if there's going to be long lines at the restaurants waiting for us. Yeah. To to wait an hour to two hours. Before we sit down for a meal. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm going to probably have to go to REI t- either today or tomorrow um, and get an addition to um, my dad's collection of camping gear. Um, every year when we go camping, he likes to have something new, like a new toy, toy? addition to. This year it was a shower. Uh, that, I'm sorry, like a, a shower? So we usually <laughs> camp with their when there's showers, where there's oh, showers. Oh, where there's showers. Okay, okay. But um, now, because we have the trailer, we have the out, like there's a, a little connection, and those of you who have trailers understand that there's a connection to shower outside with warm water, but it's like a little, you have to buy the little tent, the filter, um, and so this year my dad bought that, but then I was like showering there and I was like, you know, a little bench would be cute in here. And then I need like a little hanger for Excuse my me. towel. I need? Well, it is for the family. Of it's course. For the it's family. A, it's about me. Yeah. And I noticed my dad needs a hammock. My dad doesn't listen to this podcast, so I, I could spill the beans. So he probably is going to get a hammock, like a, a standalone hammock for camping. And then... um. Yeah, I th- whatever else I find at REI, that or I usually give them a good dis- like a good um, REI or Lowe's or Sports Chalet. Well, I don't even. Know I don't know how to tell you. There's no there's Sports, Sports Chalet, Chalet anymore. Yeah, Dick Sporting Goods. Dick Sporting Goods is another good one, um, and I usually you know make sure he has. He's know. taking care. My of My dad's a dad. Like a those the grills and the. All of that, yeah. he's all about it. So, yeah. When, when my dad was alive, I we would celebrate it, but it was more like a barbecue, mm-hmm. and it was usually at the park. And we brought in, so we would say in our family it'd be the Vegas, the Codas, mm-hmm. the Bohorcuses, and the Valdezes. The the common name being Valdez on yeah. my mom's side. We would get all of them together, and we'd have a big barbecue. Yeah. But I don't remember us giving gifts once we got beyond maybe like sixth or seventh grade you know we did all the you know the, the stuff you do at school mm-hmm. the hands yeah. the the little handmade things but i i i remember more us going to the park and having celebrations i don't right. remember there being gifts given to them but more just like 
um, a fun evening or I afternoon. I think it's also because men are so simple. They're so simple. But the things that they like are so expensive. <laughs> but it's simplicity. <laughs> and it's simplicity. My dad's like, oh, yeah, just get me this watch. And I'm like, dad, you do realize I'm a youth minister. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I don't know. My dad likes gizmos and gadgets aplenty. But, but it's kind of funny. You know, this year is the year of St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, in the Gospels, Joseph is barely mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he gets maybe three lines. You know, yeah. he's not willing to embarrass Mary, so he decides to divorce her quietly. Yeah. Then, um, he's a humble man. Then he uh, takes the child uh, into Egypt, you know, as, as Herod is trying to kill all the babies. And even at the, the finding of the child Jesus in the temple. Notice, Joseph says nothing. That it's is, Mary. Joseph, is he mentioned even at the foot of the cross? No, he's like already, Mary? most people think he already died before Jesus began his public ministry. Really? Yeah. Most people think he died Maybe before Maybe I shouldn't birth. be finding this stuff out on a podcast. <laughs> Parents, I swear I know a lot about our faith. Just not, I mean, I just never, yeah, and I never thought of it. I never yeah. really thought of thinking, hey, where was Joseph in this moment? You yeah. know, maybe my focus was on Jesus, you know. He's Jesus pretty cool. Is, but. See, that's why I think it, it's very typical. We don't think of the dad in the situations. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's, it's in some churches, you don't even find Joseph. You find the Sacred Heart. You find the Blessed Mother, either under Guadalupe, mm-hmm. Our Lady of Grace, Our Lady of the Immaculate Conception. But you don't think of Joseph. No. I, now, I must admit, the most places I ever saw St. Joseph statues mm-hmm. was in the convents. They'd have Joseph and Mary. And, yeah. and rare, we have a really nice Joseph here, made out of wood. I like that Joseph. Which uh, one that used to be here at the convent? No, here at St. Francis. No, but that's what I'm saying. Because we have two St. Joseph statues. Okay. We have one that was in the original church. That's mm-hmm. the one that's displayed over at the church right now. Right. Which actually has the child Jesus in his arms. He's carrying him. And then there's the other one that has, I'm not sure what it's called, but it's the like the the the, the right angle that uh-huh. carpentries use. Uh-huh. Is that the Saint Joseph you're thinking of? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one made out of wood. Yeah, that it's, that's that was actually that from the nice. sisters' convent. Really, I yeah. like that one. Maybe I should get one that looks like that. They're now hard, that I think the, of it, I don't you, have a Joseph in my house. I have a Mary. But not a Joseph. What? <laughs> I'm mind blown today. I am so mind blown. Right, that's Explosive. what I'm telling you. When it comes to men, no one really cares. And the dead <laughs> silence speaks volumes. <laughs> speaks volumes to the yeah, whole situation. Yeah, that is so true. So even in our spirituality, we really don't really have that paternal image why do you think that is because i mean what i teach my teens um and one of our most known um themes is is the heavenly father right and and um when we go on retreat we focus on that relentless father that is pursuing you um and then we even have a talk on how sometimes our earthly fathers kind of 
blur that vision of what kind a of blur kind of yeah well see i think that's part because of the problem we have the expectations. sometimes the image you have of your father is not a very positive one mm-hmm. now in my generation fathers were primarily the disciplinarians mm-hmm. i mean I, I don't think my father ever changed a diaper ever um really kind of like fed us mm-hmm. uh I, I i don't I have no images of that in mm-hmm. my life. But interestingly enough, there are two significant moments in my childhood that are very father-oriented rather than mother-oriented. Oh, and what is that, father? So on the first day of school in kindergarten, it was my father who took me to school, not my mother. Interesting. So my dad took me to school, showed me where to cross, how to use the light, and you know both ways uh-huh. and at that time by our by our house there was a tunnel uh-huh. that you could go under and come up on the other side right and not have to deal with the lights and my father told me not to use the tunnel that to stay on the street and use the lights so it's very ingrained wow. in me that my father was the one who took me to school the second significant moment occurred when i was a junior in high school mm-hmm. So it was a rainy day. Mm-hmm. I think I, I may have told this story before. It was a rainy day, and I uh, was coming back from doing a uh, a little gig with my classmates, and it was pouring rain, uh-huh. and I didn't stop, and I crashed into two other cars, two blocks from our house. Wow! <laughs> and so the rain is pouring. Now I'm everybody's like, are you okay? Okay. And some lady who's at the store at the corner mm-hmm. says, Oh, I'll go get your family. <laughs> like, no, don't. She's Mosa. Come back. Come back. <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, we're, you're, we're dealing with each other, mm-hmm. you know, and the whole thing and about the rain, right? And yada, yada, and the whole bit. And then as we're talking, I can see on the corner, my father coming. I'm like, oh God, could they get my mother to come instead? <laughs> abort so, mission. <laughs> uh, yeah. Abort, abort. And so I see my father coming and he's not quite running, but fast walking. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went up to him and said, it wasn't my fault. It was raining. He goes, oh, that's not important. Are you okay? Oh, stop. You're going to make me cry, father. And, I, and, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he oh. goes, because I was driving a, a brand so new car. Sweet. I was driving a new car. Mm-hmm. And he it was driving a, a Chevy Impala. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just like, what? And he goes, are you okay? I said, yeah. He goes, that's the important thing. Don't Aww. worry about the car. And I'm like, okay, who are you? What did you do to my dad? Because <laughs> I just thought this is not my father. Yeah. Because that, that, my father was very much the disciplinarian, very much was mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the law. So that he would say, oh, that's not important. How are you? I'm like. What is wrong here? Mm-hmm. That, my, that would have been my mother's response. Yeah. I never expected that from my dad. Oh, that's so sweet. Let's not talk about that anymore. I'm going <laughs> to cry. I swear. I'm a big daddy's girl. Are you? I am. I mean, so it's funny because I my dad, he's, he's that jokester of the family, the one that brings the, you know, the, the energy, right? But he's also the one, the, the serious one, the one that will 
and he's the most understanding i want to say uh-huh. um and it's funny because in my teen years and in my young young adult because i'm still a young adult but in my young young adult years you're not 35 me and my dad were clashing heads all the time and um it was for the dumbest things and it was more because he was in his midlife crisis i was in my very rebellious youth rebellious youth years and so we would clash heads all the time and we would have like not ever like disrespectful words but we would raise our voices to each other and i remember reflecting over it after you know that season of of always clashing with my dad was over and it just spoke out like you are his daughter like you guys are the same person oh how funny and if we argue the same way we understand people the same way we um we become workaholics the same way we do everything the same um so i i do have you know pieces of my mother obviously but i am my father's daughter and so when it comes to like even showing our love languages it's the same exact way that's funny um so it's really interesting to watch i i actually my dad is the one that will call me out on me on like i'll go and be a daddy's girl and complain about life and he'll be like well you're in the wrong you know and i'll be like <laughs> you're not supposed to tell me that you know <laughs> um but he's also the most understanding out of my parents my mom's pretty good but my dad is is very much understanding of of most situations um so are you more like your father then Oh, yeah. Hardcore. Hardcore. So it's funny. Um, I, I do remember my young, young adult years and teen years to be, yeah, full of a lot of yelling. But um, it, I find them, I'm very fond of them because I, I realized how much I am like my dad. And now um, we have a great relationship. Shout out, dad. I know you don't listen, but, you know, shout out, <laughs> um, you know, and, and I appreciate a lot that he has done. He's a very, very hard worker. Um, and he showed me that, you know, he has sh- it. And he showed us because a lot of people are scared of him. Like, really? you know, our old friends, um, you know, when they see my dad, he, he just has a resting, angry face and. But he is the biggest softy in the world. And my mom can't stand it because um, she would be like, you know, he's grounded, da, 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 right? Or she's grounded. And my dad's like, yes, yes, they're grounded. Yes, uh, you're so right, you know, and he'll be on board. Two days later, he'll forget and he'll like bring home some expensive gift. And my mom's like, they're grounded. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. So can we still give it to them? Like, it's like, no. (laughs) Or, you know, or my dad would, um, my favorite thing would be when I was a teen, I would be like, dad, can, can I have permission? Because he was a very strict father. Um, Always had curfew. Um, And it was more because he, uh, some women in his life um, went through abuse and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so he wanted to protect us the most he can. Um, he's very big on, on children and his, his kids being his life. And, and, um, so he was very strict on us being out too, too late or anything like that. And so, um, we would go and we'd be like, dad, can we, can we go to like the movies with our friends? 
And he'd be like, no, you're not going. It's too late. Da-da-da. Be like, and you just stand there quietly. This was like every single time we would ask for permission. This is the way it would go. And you, you don't say a word and you just stand there and be like, okay. And he's like, you're not going. Okay. This is where you drop the one tear. No, no, no. Just stay, look down. Don't make extreme eye contact. (laughs) Just look down and, and accept his answer. And then you could see him processing. He's like, you're not going. What time? Well, the movie starts at 7.30, so I would have to be there at 7. You're not going. No, no, no. You didn't even clean your room. No. Okay. And then you sit there and pause for a little bit longer. And then he would be like, so who and who is, is going? And then it would it would be that same process, like pause for a little bit. You're not going. You're not going. And reaffirm. And then he would... um. You would give him all the details, right? Gradually, Your as mother he would asked shoot for them. Him. Gradually, as he would ask. And then he would be like, fine, but don't come back too late. And then we would go. And then before we would leave, he would hand you like a 20. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that was my dad. <laughs> and he would even drive you there and drive you back. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. God. Yeah, yeah. So my dad, my dad, I love him, but he's a big softy. He tries to be hard, but yeah. he's not. Yeah. No, uh, I would say I'm probably, physically I look like my dad. Uh, we're both tall. We have hair, thank you, Jesus. And I would think that I probably have a, probably more of his character than my mother's. Oh, Yeah. I think so. What is the the greatest lesson that you have learned from your father? Well, it was kind of funny. We didn't have a sex talk. What? We didn't have a sex Dang, talk. My mom brought out the biology book for me. <laughs> we had an education talk. Oh, okay. I remember when I was in seventh grade. I think it was seventh grade that my mom and my dad sat down I'm with me. And because in those days, you know, they would come and do the recruitment. Mm-hmm. Like, so in our place, it would be Cantwell, Salesian, Cathedral, uh, Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the schools would come. And um, I remember my mom and my dad sitting together. My, my mom said absolutely nothing. She just sat mm-hmm. there. And my dad said, you know, I never got any further than sixth grade before my dad died. And we had to go out and do the picky mm-hmm. and your mom only got as far as second grade mm-hmm. so we commit ourselves to whatever you want for education and that's the most important thing we want you to have a job right and a life better than us we stand all day we work all day we want you to have a job where you can sit in an office all day oh. and you know and yeah. so uh, it was really strange because I thought I I thought I was gonna get the sex talk, and I was mm-hmm. like, "What education? What?" And and at that point it was right. like, "Goes you know, so whatever school you do, whatever college, you know, your mom and I have already talked that you will pay for it." I, by the time that got to my sister, I think they regretted it, um, because my my brother went to Cal State Long Beach, uh-huh. my my sister went to USC. <laughs> oh, oh dang, <laughs> she went up, to- <laughs> and and then I went to the seminary. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously very different uh, pieces. And right. 
I had a state, well, in, the, in those days, I had a state scholarship and a Pell Grant. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Pell Grants even existed. Pell Grants exist. So, well, at least when I went to college, they did. And so, uh, and my brother actually moved out of the house and went and lived at Cal State Long Beach. Oh. Which was... Expensive? No. It, it, well, no, he got... I mean, it was cheaper than what it is now, obviously. Yeah, but he also got a grant. Okay. I think we all, I think all of us qualified for the grants and all mm-hmm. of us qualified for state scholarships. Oh, that's awesome. So I know. So education. So that was the big thing that you educate. I re, and I will. I remember the day. I, so um, when I was in the seminary, we didn't do a big thing about graduations. Mm-hmm. It's not like today. It's yeah. not like these promotions and all this other yeah. stuff where kindergartners are wearing. They're so cute. With their no, they're not. But I think it's a little overdone. <laughs> but that's my personal opinion. <laughs> they're so so cute. when I went, so our class was the first class in the seminary uh-huh. not to wear cassock and surplus for graduation. Mm. we wore caps and gowns with wow. the hoods yeah and so it was kind of interesting to to try and get all that mm-hmm. together and then um when i got my master's i got it out at um mount saint mary's university mm-hmm. and so uh i invited everyone to the hooding ceremony mm-hmm. and so we had the reception there at the Doheny campus in downtown LA, mm-hmm. Bon Figura and uh, Adams. Mm-hmm. And so our uh, the president of the university went to each parent to congratulate them mm-hmm. on the achievements of their child. I think it's the closest I ever saw my dad come to cry. Oh, really? Yeah. Because his, I mean, his goal was, I mean, so my brother, my sister and I all got uh, the B. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister got it has a BS. My brother and I have a BA. Yeah, and then I have the MA and I have the MDiv. And then future. Well, we'll see. PhD. We're not there yet. No, it's not PhD. <laughs> uh, doctorate. Anyway, <laughs> but but I think that you know yeah, you don't. You, that was our big thing. Is you strive for education. You try to do the best. You try mm-hmm. always. So it's 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 very interesting. So I would say I I I got that from my dad, and it was yeah. so funny when I moved to Chicago. His, his one of his questions was other than are you leaving the priesthood and, and the answer was no are you still gonna be a priest yes are they gonna pay you more money <laughs> and i said <laughs> i yes. need to know all of these things. And, and so and i said he goes oh take the job yeah <laughs> so it was it wasn't about what the job is are they gonna pay you more money the security part of yes. it yes yes i think for me is my dad always taught us um, and I value this characteristic of him is that he always makes someone feel human and see, oh. um, he's helped. So he started off as a dishwasher in the company that he works for now. Um, oh, well, he's been working for them for more than tw- 29 years, I believe. Um, and now he runs all their, their restaurants. He's wow. the main, um, the head chef and everything like that. So shout out dad for his hard work. But that never that never has um, blinded him from where he's come from. from yeah. And so he's helped many um, that have come to this country and many immigrants um, that come to him looking for jobs. He, he makes sure he, if he can't help them in his company mm-hmm. that he gives them that help because someone one time aided him so he never forgets that Mm. you know and so 
um, hearing those those little stories. He never he never likes to talk about those stories of who he's helped and everything like that because he's a very humble man. But um, here it, on occasion when I do hear those stories, I'm like, Dad, I didn't know you did that. And he's like, Well, yeah, you know, you have to, and it just reminds me of how how blessed we are to have him because he he always is like okay if god blesses you you have to bless other people and you have to help other people and you just don't keep it to yourself you know wild question uh-huh did you know your dad spoke english and spanish or just spanish oh well i knew he spoke english um he does he speaks fluent in both he gets mad in both and happy in both <laughs> languages. Um, but but um, he would not let me speak English inside the house. Well, see, he was very strict. About I that. didn't know my parents spoke English. What? When we were in the house, it was always Spanish. Yeah, that's the rule. And and, and of course, we hung out with our cousins. We, mm-hmm. I never heard my parents speak English at all. So you didn't know they no they spoke at all. Until one day, mm-hmm. there's a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And we open it, and there's, well, we would say a white person outside. Uh-huh. And he goes, hi, is Furman here? And we're like, what? He goes, is Furman here, your dad? We go, yeah. And so we run to the kitchen and go, Apa, hay un hombre afuera que habla inglés. ¿Quieres ver si estás en casa? And so he gets up and goes to the door, and he starts speaking English. My brother, like, I look at, Yeah, my brother and I look at each other and go, what? <laughs> I, I mean, we must have been like in kindergarten, first grade. Oh, and we, had, and we had never, ever heard my father speak English. Wow. And, or my mother. Wow. Never had a clue. I, but then as a child, I don't know that you think about like, where are my parents born? Or what? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't yeah. have any of those questions. The only yeah. thing I knew about my father was he was a side seam tender. Which means absolutely nothing. Yeah, today. no. And I, and I remember when we had to fill out the question: father's occupation, side seam tender; mother's occupation, housewife. That's the only thing I knew how to fill out for the forms. Whenever <laughs> we had to fill out forms at school. Really? Yeah, but I just I never it never dawned on me that my parents were born in this country, and that they both spoke English. And we found out later in life, like when we were teenagers, my mother and father were both dating. Anglo white looking people. People before they met each other? Yes. Wow. So, so we always laugh and said, I could have been white with blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. <laughs> I, I could have. <laughs> I could have instead. I look very, very I'm like, much better. Uh, as I tell everybody, Caramelo. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, Lord. So anyway, wow. we've reminisced a little bit about our our dads. Yeah, I gotta go call my dad now. So uh, you know, <laughs> hopefully, as you're out there this weekend mm-hmm. celebrating with your dads, remember them. And uh, we are having a novena of masses beginning on Father's Day for all of our living and deceased parents. We and, are, but dads. But remember, the church is fully reopened. There mm-hmm. is no more social distancing. Correct for those that have received the vaccination, both doses, and it's been two weeks. You are no longer required to have mass in the church. If you have not been vaccinated, you are asked to wear a mask. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. For those that feel uncomfortable or unsure or still want the social distancing, realize that that social distancing will be maintained inside the Blessed Sacrament Chapel. Correct. So anybody that wants to go there and feel safer. And uh, yeah, so we're on the road to recovery. Yeah. And thank God everything seems to be moving in a forward direction. Exactly. And for any announcements, because we are sending those out, you can stay connected to us. Um, and you could find all that information on our website sfrchurch.org where we go ahead and send out um just weekly try to do weekly um sometimes to every two weeks <laughs> but um reminders and just announcements of what's happening in our parish which one thing is coming up fireworks the fireworks fourth of july so exciting We're three oh my weeks gosh. away three weeks away so um we are going to have a fireworks booth here at St. Francis, and the proceeds do go to our youth of the parish. Um, any, you know, upcoming events that we're going to have during the year, it really helps us sponsor those teens that want to be involved but cannot afford it by any, uh, by whatever case may be. Yeah. Um, so it helps us really, really just provide um, positive and healthy and um, ways so that they could find fellowship. Um, but we do need volunteers. Our youth cannot run the booth, unfortunately. It has to be 18 years or older. So um, if you're willing to just give a couple hours, you know, whether it's the first, second, third, or fourth even, um, we do need adults helping at the and fireworks. And we're hoping booth. we achieve the same thing we did last year. Which is selling, selling out. out. Before sunset. Yes, yes. So I could go have some food with my family. Yes. But either way... Um, if you cannot help, but you do have an RV tent, um, anything that will help our overnight security stay, you know, safe and sane, safe, safe and sane, preferably an RV or a, a trailer or one of those pop up ones, um, because it does, uh, it can get dangerous, you know, but we do need surveillance um, overnight and we have our boys that stay, but we do need a place for them to stay. And so if you have that please contact me. The number is... (laughs) 626-969-1829. Once again, that number is 626-969-1829. And ask for Jamie Gutierrez. Yes. Thank you, Father. Well, thanks for joining us this week on our podcast as we Mm -hmm. celebrate Father's Day. Yes. So to all of us, remember, the guiding light on Route 66. Take care. We'll see you next week. God bless y'all. This episode of The Guiding Light on Route 66 was recorded in Azusa, California and produced by SFR Media Productions. Music for the intro and outro was used with permission from Epidemic Sound. For music like this and more, please visit epidemicsound.com. For more information about this podcast, please visit www.sfrchurch.org.